Hey guys, and welcome to our latest episode of the Unbothered Podcast. Where we're going to be breaking down America's favorite fifth sport, MTV's The Challenge, Double Agents, Episode 10, aptly titled Amber Alert. Don't forget to follow us on our Facebook groups, The Challenge Unbothered, Reality TV Unbothered, and you can follow us on Twitter at MTV's The. So let's go ahead and break this down. Get naked in here. Feels so much better with it off. <laughs> I know. I'm like, gosh, I'm hot already. Just, just talking for those like two minutes. Um, all right, guys. So welcome Ready? back. So if you do not remember where we left off the last time in the most recent episode of the challenge, Lady Vengeance, we saw Teresa get sent home by Casey um, after Amber B and Darrell had a little bit of power. So they got Teresa out. Casey got her gold skull and we're pretty much going to bring it on in. Corey is now paired with partner number six, Amber M. <laughs> he really is the black widow of the season as far as male partners go. And we're just going to dive right in to this newest episode. And like all the other episodes, they start off by showing them returning back from the crater. Casey's feeling good. She's got her gold skull. There's only two female skulls left. All the guys' skulls have already been taken. Kyle starts commenting how Corey now has, again, another new partner. And per what Anissa said last episode, before you were afraid to stand next to him out of fear of getting pregnant. And uh, now it's out of fear of going home. And we're going to see if, you know, that curse continues or not in this episode. <laughs> and then we see CT and Devin talking about who they think the strongest teams are now as far as potential for winning. And CT believes Cam and Kyle and Leroy and Casey are the top two heavy hitter teams. What do you guys, do you guys agree with that? Do you think it should be two other teams? Let's discuss. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. If um, you said Casey and so Casey, Leroy, and, Leroy. and Cam Kyle. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree with that. It could be Nam and Lolo if they could get along, but that's not happening, so. Yeah. Anyone else think that that's a pretty fair assessment that those two are so far sitting as the strongest uh, and dominating teams as far as getting closer to the final? Would you put somebody else in the top two? Concur. <laughs> what? He, he concurs. <laughs> uh, he said Amber, and I'm like, which one? <laughs> well, how about how about Amber B and Darrell? Hmm. I don't, you not know, Darrell's been kind of a, like, low-key, not doing anything yet, so, except good commentary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his commentary's been pretty, um, been pretty on point. I think I, I agree at this point in time that Cam Kyle and Leroy and Casey are definitely uh, two of the stronger teams. I mean, Cam and Casey are the two strongest females aside from Lolo as far as like physical strength goes. Um, so I think that's a pretty fair assessment. And I kind of wondering if like CT and Devin are having this conversation because 
I don't think CT wants to stick with Big T. And we know he's trying to get his skull and he knows he's going to have to steal it now. So I almost feel like this conversation is kind of like a, if I think these are the strongest, do I want one of these people as my partner? That kind of thing. So I can definitely agree with that. Um, and then Devin, you know, tell CT, hey, if I win again, you're my number one. I will make sure you go down if it's a guy's Elam, make sure you get your skull. And then uh, Nam would be like number two because he likes Nam as far as the guys still remaining in the house. But he does tell CT if they do win, he is not going to let Gabby volunteer herself to go down unless they're positive it's a female elimination because he understandably doesn't want to risk going in himself and losing the soul that he has. Would you do that if you were Devin or would you take the chance so your partner could get their chance at a skull? Anyone. Is she freezing for anybody else? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You froze. Oh, I'm freezing? Yeah. Okay. That's so oh, stupid Wi-Fi. I'm sorry. Do you need me to repeat it? Yeah. You'll, you'll have to do um, a little part over again. <laughs> oh, Thanks, Wi-Fi. This what happens when you get hit with winter storms. Uh, so Devin told CT that he is not going to let Gabby volunteer herself down into elimination unless he is 100% positive, it's a female elimination. If you were in his position, would you do the same thing? Or would you try to be like, all right, I might risk it just for the sake of my partner to get their opportunity? What do you think? No. No, if I have the, if I have the skull, I'm going to like protect it as much as possible. Plus, you can't trust her. You can't trust anybody in this game. No one. No one. Plus, she's making out with Fezzy, so. Yeah, we're going to get to that, too. <laughs> I know we are. I actually fast-forwarded through most of that scene because he just, <laughs> he just, ugh, it just, just it makes make me cringe. cringe. Yes, he makes me cringe, and I just don't, just, when he speaks, I'm just like, can you shut up? Mm. Like, I get I don't, I don't like when guys say, when Fressy said, um, she's been a heart ache to crack. Is that what he said? I don't like that. <laughs> oh, or when he was like, oh, I'm an introvert. Right. Said, Did you just learn that word in college and you just use it without knowing what it means? Pretty much. Like, I don't know. No, my friend. No, you're not. And then they like, start making out and I just fast forward because I'm like oh, I don't even want to watch I just I don't like I don't want to even want to watch any scenes with him in it he just makes me cringe um but Gabby does kind of it's like weird like I don't know why she's falling for his crap because she even calls him out and she's like you know I can tell that you only care about yourself and about winning like you don't give a shit about anybody else he's like what me no no you know you ought to get rid of Devin as your partner and make me your partner and she like calls him out about only wanting to win for himself, but yet she's falling for his tact and like falling for him. I don't, I don't get it. Maybe, maybe she likes that type of ego and guys, I don't know, but ugh, I don't maybe like it's part of her, her uh, gameplay. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I mean, hopefully her boyfriend approved. <laughs> They're still together. So I guess he didn't care. And from what I heard, like, Bessie hasn't talked to her since the show. Right. 
Like, I think he said that on one of the aftermath episodes. You did. But whatever. Okay. So then they go into the next day and we see Nam and Lolo discussing their partnership and their issues with bonding. This conversation was very confusing because I couldn't tell, like, I'm like, is she talking about them as friends, as partners? Like, is it romantic? And like his response to her, it's just weird. I don't know if this is an editing thing. Um, I, it's a weird conversation. It is a weird conversation. And even on, like I watched Aftermath and Devin asked about it, if it was the challenge relationship or if it was like a boyfriend, girlfriend relationship and he still didn't answer. So I don't know if he's, he doesn't seem like he's being evasive. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. She clearly thinks there's something more than he seems to act like there is. And I thought I had heard or read from a different person I was in the house that said when the cameras weren't around, he was more like engaging with her. Yeah. And like they were kissy or something. And then when he knew the cameras were around, he was like, you know, stand off. Don't not close like that. Yeah. I don't find that so, so weird uh, though. I mean, but he seems he seems shy, unlike Fessy, who clips, they, claims he's shy, whatever. You know, he seems shy, and if you're on camera, you might not want to show that. But if, if you're off camera, you know. Which I understand, but that if you want to do that, that might be a, something you need to agree on with the person you're engaging with, especially when they're low. It's true. I was going to say, Lola I feel like she would probably understand and feel the same way, but she's... He does not want to fight with you. Can you hear that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> My dog is the cat. I apologize. <laughs> Understood. Mine does that all the time. Um, honestly, I would really like somebody that was in that house and that was around and saw and interacted with them enough to like comment on it because she's going to give us her side. He's going to give us his side or no side. So like, I need a third party to come in and clear this up for me, please. I hope it gets addressed at the reunion. Cause I feel like that's yeah the only way to get cleared up. Cause their relationship is confusing and I don't want to put it all on Lola and be like, Oh, she's just crazy. Because at the same time as a woman, I'm also like, is there more? And we're just not seeing it. And oh, no, she's-, she's getting a better edit. I would tend to side with her more if I had not seen the way she was on Chance versus um, Pros because she was still the dramatic over-the-top ridiculous person that she is in the, in the double agents you know yeah I just feel like this is a different level a different level of crazy than we saw in Champs I don't know yeah but you could still see it you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe she just hit it. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying that she is, you know, just getting a really bad edit and she's not kind of loco as it is. I just am wondering if there is a little bit of reason behind yeah. it, like real su- substance as to why she's being this way. I don't think we're going to find out until the reunion, 
hopefully someone chimes in that can be honest about it. Um, but their partnership is imploding a hundred percent, regardless of if it's a romantic thing. Um, side note, I noticed this when I rewatched it and we talked about the editing on this season. I believe this conversation actually took place after the, the daily that Devin and uh, Devin and Gabby won. Because if you look at the scene where Lolo's sitting down and she's talking to Nam and she's getting upset and the background is the board of all the players. Mm -hmm. And at the very top where they put the winner's names, it says Devin and Gabby. Oh, you're so sneaky. (laughs) I didn't pick that up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I noticed it the second time around. Yeah. And it was not like that when they came back from the crater because Devin and Gabby's name were all the way at the bottom of the name of the team. And then it was at the top. So I feel like that conversation actually didn't happen as early as they showed it. So I don't know why they put it in that way because maybe because they showed the other piece later. I don't know. But just a little tidbit if you go back and watch and notice that. Um, So then after that, I am back feeding in somebody's microphone. I don't know whose it is. Um, Amber B is now crying about not taking her chance to get the skull. This happens every episode when the people up the top don't go down and get their skull. They cry about it the next day. I should have went down. I should have went down. I should have went down. <laughs> okay, well, you didn't. <laughs> Um, and, and Big T being a good friend is very encouraging to her. And she's like, you know, you don't know, you don't know that you're, you were your only chance of getting a skull. Like you might win today. You don't know what happens. There's still some skulls to, uh, to get. And wow, Big T, you were very right. She does get another chance. Like she was predicting the future. <laughs> and then they throw in a Gabby confessional where she believes Amber B is fake manipulative and plays the victim. Do you think that is a fair assessment? Sure. I still like her. I don't mind her gameplay. I but love Amber B. I've said, I, I do too, <laughs> but I've said all along, you do what you have to do. So if she has to shit on people, it's what you do, you know? It's the challenge, people. Come on, everybody like. I agree. I don't know. I don't know if I would use the word manipulative. Now, obviously, I'm not in the show. There is editing involved. So we Amber could have been saying or doing things that we didn't see that that's why Gabby is making the comments she's making. Um, I mean, I can kind of see her being like she always plays the victim because she just doesn't seem to be somebody who really likes confrontation. So she just kind of gets emotional when she gets overwhelmed. She and said, Gabby it, sees it as playing. She doesn't victim. like confrontation. I think she said that in there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, maybe she just gets um, emotional about those things and it just it can be overwhelming sometimes. You have to release it somehow. So they take us to the daily elimination and it's mostly a puzzle based or not daily elimination, daily challenge. I always say daily elimination the daily challenge and it's a puzzle based challenge called black sand ops and essentially you have to dig around these poles and try to find 10 different pieces that are color-coded for your team and when you get all 10 you can put them together as fast as possible to match a totem key 
Um, what did you guys think of the challenge, this particular daily itself? I liked it um, because I thought it was funny when they were showing people hiding Devin um, and Gabby's pieces. Um, and he's like, just look for the ones that were already dug up, you know? Um, but I'm not gonna lie, I thought Nani and Josh might actually squeak out the win. And then they just crash and burned. So I guess that's to be expected. Sorry, <laughs> Frankie. Poor Frankie. Okay. <laughs> He's got nothing to say. Come on. I, I just don't like the way like Nani's really been acting with Josh. Like I feel like Josh is rubbing off on her. It's it's not a good look for her. So that's that's what I'm gonna say about that. Understood, understood. Um, and I can definitely see where you're coming from with some of that. Yeah. So when they kind of start off, you know, Corey's kind of like gaslighting Amber up, like, yeah, we're going to do really well. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, no, but okay. Lolo and Nam got some jokes. Um, I like how Lolo said what she said. Uh, if we win today, you know, that'll determine the future of this partnership. And Nam goes, we won't win. Oh, just kidding. Haha, ha, we will win. And I'm like, <laughs> subtle shade, subtle shade. I'm like, that language barrier isn't so thick after all. He gets it. Awesome. Um, and then I just have to say, Lolo is fast as fuck. She, every time yes, they have is. to run right at the first, she's literally the only person there. That was crazy. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't want to see her in a final either because when there's running involved, she's just going to be gone Yeah. before anybody else has even been like, oh, did I tie my shoes? Oh, where'd Lolo go? Um, do, you think, do you think that's because she's an athlete? Oh, yeah. I mean, and the fact that she's a... No, that was a, a joke. She says that all the time. Oh, oh no. uh-huh. <laughs> which she said it in this one. You know, in my profession of being an athlete, we usually have a mediator and it's called a coach. So like when you don't, you know, get on the team, but I don't have a coach here and it's just being really difficult. And I'm like, you never had like a difficult friendship or something. Oh, <laughs> oh, she's something. Um, but yeah, she's incredibly fast. I'm always just like, God damn. I'm always impressed because I'm slow as hell. Uh, and some teams are helping each other and some teams are not. So like Leroy Casey, Josh and Nani, if they find each other's pieces, they're like, hey, over here. Um, some are trying to rebury other teams' pieces when they find them. Mostly everyone against Devin and Gabby. They see it and they bury it. I find it a little interesting that Bessie was okay with burying their piece since, you know, he's trying to put his piece in Gabby, but whatever. And <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> that was <great. laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then I, I love Darrell's commentary. Either we ain't digging deep enough or we're stupid. <laughs> got to give it to him great commentary he is i love him so much he could do nothing and he's just i just love him devin and gabby finally find their first piece i think after everybody else has found at least one or two pieces um and then surprisingly josh and nani are the first to get all 10 of their pieces um and nam appears to kind of hurt his back a little bit i guess you know from all the digging yeah, I know. They never really addressed it again. 
Um, spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear a spoiler, fast forward like 15 seconds. They probably will because you know Nam goes home due to an injury. Right. So I'm wondering if this is the injury and it's just going to get further aggravated to where they're like, you can't perform. Which is really unfortunate. I hate when they go out with a, a physical injury before they even really get to show us completely what they're able to do. Um, so anyway, he keeps going. He doesn't quit, you know, because, you know, you got to carry Lolo's ego. And Nani and Josh end up losing their initial lead. I don't know how you lose this. I get it's a puzzle, but it's not that difficult. I didn't think it looked that difficult either. I mean, you only had the bottom Ten pieces. was in a V, and then you had the face, and then you had the hat or whatever the top was. I mean... Yeah, and I mean, maybe, Nani maybe... I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was more difficult with the actual pieces than it looked on TV. I don't know. Yeah. Me, me neither. I mean, I understand Nani may not be the strongest at puzzles, but Josh is supposed to be decent at puzzles. No, Josh, like, you mean to tell me? No. Whatever. Josh is not. He's just... Whatever. He's, he's as dumb as a rock. Uh, I know. So they it's lose their initial. <laughs> oh, you're going to blame it on the alcohol? Okay, Devin. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dial over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they lose their initial lead. Um, and then Devin and Gabby end up getting their 10 pieces after several other teams have found their 10 and are starting to try to solve the puzzle. Um, And they have a pretty good strategy, in my opinion, for memorizing it. Gabby takes the bottom five, Devin takes the top five, and then they just come together. And I think that's pretty smart because that, I don't know why no one else thought of this, especially these veterans who've been doing similar things like this before. And people had done that in the past when you're a partner, you remember this set, I remember this set, and then we'll come together and put it together. But I guess Devin and Gabby were the only ones who thought of it that way, but whatever. So CT and Big T actually think they finished their puzzle first and asked for a check. Fortunately, it was not correct. So Devin and Gabby keep going and they end up winning. Chi and Big T did not get their win. I know. I bet you it was like one or two pieces. That was probably like backwards or something. Was and he was being really sweet time. about it too, saying how that she was surprising, you know, him and doing really well. And yeah, she was taking the lead on putting the puzzle together. And um, you know, we've seen a lot of times where people like finish the puzzle and they're incorrect and it's like one piece off. And by the time they figure it out, somebody else has already, you know, gotten to them because puzzles are equalizers. It's Gabby's first daily win, Devin's second. And um, are you guys surprised that they won? Did you think somebody else was going to win while we were watching them? I'm not um, surprised that they yeah, won. Yeah, I don't, I don't discount Devin if there's a, especially if there's a puzzle involved. I mean, yeah. I wasn't surprised. Yeah, I wasn't surprised either. I'd be more surprised if anyone else won, actually. (laughs) I honestly would have thought Big T and CT would have won because CT is not bad at puzzles and neither is Big T. Um, Yeah. mm -hmm. 
So I really think it was a matter of one or two pieces probably just being in the correct, incorrect order or something like that. I think uh, um, there's a piece all the way, like at the very bottom, because what they did, they pretty much pulled everything up. Right. Because like, he was holding the whole stack. Right. Right. And she was yeah. adjusting something on the very bottom. Yeah. Yeah, very possible. So Devin has won his second daily and uh, he is on a new power trip. Oh, Devin. He's on a new power trip. Tell CD, yeah, you're number one. And he owns it. And he says, I'm on a power trip. Like, oh, I know. I know. But he, he got a little ridiculous this episode. Um, and, you know, we're going to obviously talk about it a little bit more. But if I was Gabby, if I was his partner, I, I probably would have reined him into it. And I would have been like, look, you already have your, your effing skull. I don't. Like, this is my shot. So you're going to hop in the passenger side and shut up. And you have a skull. It is now my turn. You're not the only one that won this. Um, but his power trips are also very amusing. I, I do find them amusing as a, as a viewer from my couch. And Josh knows that Devin still wants to target him. Fessy very much so believes it will be a girl's day. I have no idea what they're doing with this elimination like rotation it is so different than any season and I don't know if it has to do with all the girls DQing in the beginning and that threw it off or if this was their original gameplay to keep the cast members on their toes so they didn't get too comfortable either way I'm confused I don't know why Fessy believed it was a girl's day maybe because again we know that there's still girls skulls to obtain but he ends up obviously as we see later correctly guesses it's a girl's day and just tells Josh dude relax um the BB alliance discusses setting up the houseboat so they can take away some of Devin's power because they are right you're not going to get the house to vote one of us in when we have the numbers for the houseboat like it's not going to happen um and I think that Devin underestimates that a lot and I kind of think that that's what Cam was referring to when she was like you know if I was in Devin's position I wouldn't be hell-bent on revenge because she knows that the numbers are on Josh's side and there's no way Devin's going to get what he wants whereas with the Teresa thing she knew numbers were on her side so I think that's kind of what she meant by that I know everybody was like dogging on her because her whole thing about the revenge on your enemies thing but that's how I that's how I took it and Gabby discusses putting herself in you know she's like I need to get my skull I think I want to go down there but this is what everybody says every single week they have the power yeah I think I'm gonna go down she made go down she made a huge mistake I'm sure I know we'll get to that but yeah oh a hundred percent um, and then we'd hop into the igloo party. My favorite. I love the igloo. <laughs> I know. Every time I see the lights just popping off in the igloo, I'm like, I want to be there. It's like my vacation destination spot. You know, you can, I wonder if they kept the igloo in the backyard. Cause you know, you can rent the, the house as an Airbnb. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if they kept the igloo. If I ever win the lottery and they kept the igloo in the backyard, we're going to go and rent the Airbnb. Party. But I got to win the lottery first. <laughs> exactly. I'll buy the plane tickets and everything. 
Okay, so Devin's ego now needs its own room. Um, and he loves it. He loves it. His little sign, Big Brother Sucks VIP lounge. Heck yeah. He is, he is on he another was level. Killing it yeah. on Twitter, too. <laughs> you know, he's going to get invited back. All of this is just going to make sure that he gets invited back. I sure. love it. And I've seen a ton of fans comment, you know, God, his back must hurt carrying this season with this commentary and this entertainment. <laughs> and I mean, I'm not completely wrong. I mean, he has been a central point for entertainment and good commentary and just BS starting and stern and zinging left and right and him and Kyle teaming up together. I like Kyle and Devin as a the team. The thing that's so crazy. I think they make a fun. The thing that's so duo. crazy to me because I've liked him since he's been on the challenge. He's always been like that. So I don't know why people like him now versus he's always been a sarcastic asshole. He just always has Be been. Because bananas isn't around. Me, yeah, um, and before probably, a lot of it was directed yeah. towards bananas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's what, when they found, when people found out that he was going to be on, when Devin was going to be on this season, it was like, oh, well, he's not going to have a storyline because there's no bananas for him to, like, be right. all up on and blah, blah, blah. And he's obviously proved, I don't need bananas here to give you entertainment. Sure. Yeah. I can do it perfectly fine with 29 other people that are here besides me. And I like that he did show that because rivalries get old after a while like I don't want to see six seasons of you yelling at the same person for the same thing gotta evolve sometimes uh Corey basically continues to tell Amber M that she's gonna have to go in because he wants his skull and I don't know if she's just figured out that at this point her days are numbered and she might as well hype herself up or if he's really really good at gaslighting her what do you guys think What? I, I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, what was the question? Oh, I was like, Frankie like popped out in that back end. So I said, <laughs> Corey essentially is telling Amber that she's she's going to be going in uh, because he also wants his gold skull opportunity. And she's like, yeah, I'm ready. I think I'd want to take on like, you know, Amber B or Nani. And I'm just curious if she just has finally figured like my days are numbered, like I'm going to be going in. I might as well hype myself up. Or if Corey is just really good at gaslighting her. I, I mean, it's so. all that because I went to get wine. So you don't have to answer. <laughs> I think, um, I think she knew her days were numbered. I mean, she's known it for like the past, what, seven episodes, basically. So why not hype yourself up? And if someone else is going to hype you up, why not just go for it? Are you talking about Amber M.? Mm -hmm. yeah so do you think Corey did that strategically or do you think Corey's not smart enough to <laughs> to gaslight her and you know make her I don't think he has it in him to gaslight her I don't think so either I don't no. see it that way yeah I don't, I don't think he I don't think he knew everyone else thought he was doing it because he wanted a new partner but did he even say anything like that like he was hyping her up but he didn't really what well, so, you know, people were saying is that he was doing it strategically because he wanted a new partner but I don't think Corey thinks that far ahead or that 
he's not dumb. Don't get me wrong. I like Corey, but I don't think he thinks that way. That's just my opinion. Um, there was one confessional he had in this episode. I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something about Amber. It's It's been real, but you got to go in. And it, just the way he said it kind of made me feel like he was preparing her for the fact that she was going to go in and he wasn't going to yeah. try to stop it. Because, I mean, let's be honest, why, no offense to Amber, but why do you want to be paired with the smallest female in the house when you are still trying to get a gold skull and you think realistically the only way that's going to happen is if I win and I'm not going to win with this type of a partner unless it's like straight puzzle and they're really good at puzzles. So I think it's probably a mix of both. I don't think he was calculated about it, but I think he was just kind of like, I I can't have this girl arguing about, I don't want to go in. So we just need to set the tone now. Um. And I think it's funny that she wants to go against Nani or Amber B. Why I mean, Amber maybe B? Because they're beefing from yeah, last week. Like but she wants to win, right? I know. But then I it's... guess she figured if she was going to have a shot, it would be against those two. I mean, who else? Who else would she go against that she thinks she can beat? Big T. Gabby. Oh, uh, mm, she wouldn't be Gabby. There's no way. But they're similar size. I don't, I don't know that she'd beat Big T. But as far as size wise goes, those yeah. are her closest ones. I mean, Amber B is five foot nine, five ten. Nani is like five. But she's six. also this big, so maybe her so is Amber. Yeah, that's true. I just thought I it was know. random for her to say nani or amber b but she's friends with big t and gabby so i can also understand why she wouldn't have said them um Maybe and gabby... like, like i work for a vet and we call it little dog syndrome where they're a chihuahua and they think they're a pit bull and they're just like you know crazy <laughs> so in maybe she has little dog syndrome in human world we call that napoleon complex <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <In general. laughs> it's okay. My dachshund has the same type of syndrome. Exactly. Especially when he's around bigger dogs. He's like, I'll take <laughs> you down. I don't care. <laughs> uh, so Gabby obviously tells Devin that she wants the opportunity to go in, but he doesn't want to hear it. He's like, we don't know if this is going to be a guy's elim and I'm not putting my ass in the line of fire. I have a skull. I'm not, mm-mm. I already know these guys are going to come for me as soon as they can. I'm not yeah. volunteering myself. And he wants to put in Josh and Nani because he's like, it's either going to be possibly a guy's elim or what if it's a double elimination? That's not an impossibility. It's been a while since we've had some of those and they just continue to kind of fight over their choices. Um, I get where Devin's coming from, but I'm also kind of on Gabby's side because I know if I was Gabby, I would be like, you're going to shut up. I'm taking my opportunity. And ultimately, if they don't agree, we don't know what's going to happen. Nobody hasn't agreed yet. So it could come down to where TJ's like. That'd be so good. What do you think would happen if they didn't agree? Do you think they would? What what would they do? we We haven't found out yet. Yeah what they would do but what do you think what what do you think they would do i don't know i think they'd probably just go in yeah yeah true 
the thing is like I was with Gabby sort of, you know, if I was in that position and I needed a skull would consider throwing myself in until I saw what Devin said about her when she saw that it was the hall brawl. He was like, good, throw yourself in. And she goes, no. And she pointed to her face. So we were going to get to that. Yeah, I have a problem with that. (laughs) I I don't think she deserves a skull now. (laughs) Yeah, Just toss her out. (laughs) (laughs) You had your chance. I'm sorry. Right. Like I said, I mean, I'm kind of with Gabby, like, you, unless they definitely say, like, it's a guy's gay, like, you, you're gonna have to, like, get in the passenger seat, like I said. Um, Honestly, I think if the power couple couldn't decide, I think it would be a thing where either they automatically go in, or the compromise team gets to choose who they want to go against. Mm. I feel like maybe. So I don't know if that's going to happen this season or not. It would be interesting, but I think the partners are all too afraid to see what would happen and they're not even going to risk it. So somebody ends up having to cave into their partner's um, will. And then Devin talks to Cam and Kyle about their plans. And Kyle says, you know, he's like a mean kid burning ants and the challengers are the ants. (laughs) Just seeing who he can burn first because he's, you know, he's, he's drunk on power, literally. And Devin admits that his picture would be in the dictionary next to drunk on power. And I'm, you know, I'm glad that he admits these things. It humbles him a tiny bit, a little bit. And it is amusing. I like it. And then, yes. And then, you know, Josh per usual has to insert himself into the conversation and tells Devin, I don't know why you're trying to get my friends to vote against me. It's not gonna happen. And Devin's like, Ugh. "You're not invited. You're not welcome. Out, get out, out." And I thought that was so funny. Yeah, it was hilarious. But he was just like, "Out, out," because it wasn't like malicious. It was just drunkenly assholey. And, and then wasn't Josh it big tries that to came be, in and it's like, um. No, you guys no more need to stop that. Yeah, because Josh sat down trying to be like a silent antagonizer and Fessy was just kind of like, come on, dude, let's go. And Josh's like, what? What? I can't just sit here. We're playing a game, right? And that's a big piece. Like, really? Like, I no more. Josh is too dumb to realize he's not going to beat Devin at a, at a mental, you know, combat. Devin's always going to win. He's already won against Josh a few times this season. So he just, Josh is just really trying to get himself as many options as possible for the next rival season. I'm convinced. Yeah. I could have sworn I heard Big T say something like, um, you guys are going to risk our alcohol time. So I have a feeling like production might have said oh, I something. Didn't catch that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't hear that either. I'm going to go back and watch it again. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what I I heard. And then someone else said, good point. (laughs) I want to go on the challenge, but if you take away alcohol, I don't think I want to go anymore. (laughs) 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 Because then how am I going to get drunk and walk around my 
start fights. Well, and <laughs> and there's almost no like makeouts anymore. If there are, they yeah. won't show it. So what's the point, right? <laughs> I mean, I would still be making out, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they you would be like uh, it? Kayla. Was it Kayla and Bear were in like the outhouse or something? <laughs> like you know, was that them? Did I just make yeah, that up? Yeah, they were in the outhouse. <laughs> That's going to be Frankie. Because usually they don't put cameras in the bathroom uh, for privacy reasons, but they did in the bunker because the showers and the bathrooms were all enclosed. It wasn't like one giant bathroom, like in a house. So they just had it like in the main general area and that's how they got caught. <laughs> Stupid. Look for cameras. You've been on the show enough. You know, they're right? there. Right. Oh, people, people. Uh, so Devin continues to chat with Kyle and Cam. Like we said, you know, Big T is like, please don't argue. And as Chrissy pointed out, they don't want their alcohol taken away because they don't give them copious amounts of alcohol like they used to anymore. Um, and because they're not going out like they did on previous seasons. Because when they go out, they can buy their own alcohol and they can pretty much buy as much as they want. They're not as restricted as they are in the house. And since this season, they go out by going to the backyard. Production provides some alcohol. So I can see what they mean. Too many drunken arguments. And then they're going to start restricting them because they don't want any huge liability fights going on. So I don't blame you, Big T. And I think that's probably why Devin left. So you may be right, Chrissy, because he doesn't want his beer taken away from him. Um, the next day, Devin, I think it's the next day, it might be later that night, where basically Devin and Gabby continue to argue about his ego. And that's when she kind of like brings him down a level. Like, you're not taking me into consideration. And he kind of admits it in his confessional. He's like, apparently I didn't do enough digging today in the challenge because I'm digging a grave with my partner and I'm digging myself into a hole with her. And like I said already, I don't blame Gabby. I... I'd be a little bit frustrated with him too. Um, but I just think she's just so all over the place with what she wants to do that she doesn't even know either. And then Nani talks to Leroy about, you know, herself wanting to go against Amber M. And they cut this out of the episode. I really wish they would have left it in there. Did any of you see the video of them celebrating their 10 year friend anniversary? No, I didn't see it. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's so, it was so cute. It was so uh -huh. cute. I really wish they would have left it in it? there. Um, I think you can see it on the official Instagram page for challenge. And it might, it's also going to be on the challenge overdose um, fan page too on IG. But it was really it. sweet because it was like that day that they filmed that episode was the 10 year mark from when Nani and Leroy first entered the real world house together. Um, returning to Las Vegas. And they've been doing these shows together for 10 years and they've been ride or die friends. And it's, it was so right. sweet. You know, even if you don't like the Mets challengers, you have to like, you have to love and respect that kind of friendship, especially on TV, because most friendships, especially in reality TV do not last that long. And especially with very little drama and contention that goes with it too. And I really wish I would have put that in the episode. Yeah. At least mention it. Yes, like there was a cake and everything, and even CT in his confessional went, damn, I wish my friends would give me cake on our friendiversaries. It was really cute. It was so sweet. Ugh. 
I hope they show it like either at the reunion or if they do a shit they didn't show episode and they really should have put that in there um, you know I could have done less with the Lolo and Nam arguing and I would have been happy with that little four minute segment of something sweet you know happening but can't have, I have happiness I guess mm-hmm. I have a question about Lolo do you think that she who do you think she could be paired with that could handle her do you think there's anyone to be paired with that can handle her? Do you think so? I think he'd lose his mind. I think he would be so annoyed. But that's just it. He would go off on her, and I think that that would bring her back down. Maybe because I think what she wants from, from Nam, she wants that passion and reaction that she has because she feeds off of it too. And he isn't like that. Like he's competitive, but he's stoic about it. And I think someone like CT would be like, look. We can do this, but I need you to get your head out your ass. And this yeah. is what we need to do. Wait, you're freezing again. Hey, hang what on. You say? Fix your Wi-Fi. <laughs> She's got bad weather. She can't help it. Big brother sucks. <laughs> hey, look at us. Oh, I'm asleep. She hasn't shown up at all the entire time. Caitlin, talk. Why can't we hear you? See? Okay, so after Leroy and Nani had the little chat about her wanting to get her skull, it is now house deliberation time. Uh, but before that, we see Lolo and Nam talking about the votes with Casey. And Nam suggests, you know, well, maybe we can volunteer to be the house vote and see what happens. Lolo shoots it down immediately. She's like, no, it's not going to work. You just want to get rid of me as a partner. And I'm like, hasn't she been saying for like the last episode and a half that she thinks she's going to need a different partner, like someone who gets her better in this, that, and the other. So you could have her opportunity and you get mad at him for trying to make that happen for you, for both of you, because it's clearly not working. And then that's when, you know, Lolo does the, I'm an athlete and I need a mediator, AKA a coach, because I don't know how to communicate with my teammate. Um, She's like, I think I'm too intense for him. I think she's too intense for most people, if I'm honest. And they just continue to argue and bicker. And Lolo is breaking. Nam is frustrated. He calls the situation so stupid. And she's like, I'm not so stupid. And he's like, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the situation. And honestly, when that happened, I'm like, are y'all fucking? Because that's the kind of petty shit that couples argue about. This, Is she this, a virgin? Yes. Uh, you, okay, like virgin fucking. You know, like fingers and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Everything but the penetration. <laughs> Everything but the eggplant going, you know. The eggplant. <laughs> Where does it go? <laughs> Hole in <Taco>. one. <laughs> Eggplant tacos. Yay. <laughs> oh my God. I guess peach. <laughs> That's the butt. Well, well, does that still make her a virgin? Let's still make her a virgin. Right? Like, cut this. I'm, I feel like I, I say that every episode. I'm like, can we just end right? And, cut it <laughs> and I keep it in. So <laughs> we need to keep it this in for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we Tia, Tia, the peach. 
Eggplant? You're supposed to know what that is. We do. We know what it is. Yay. <laughs> That'll be the inside hand gesture now. <sighs> so that partnership is completely breaking apart. Amber M says a deliberation for the first time in like 10 weeks. I'm ready to go in now. You guys could like put me in. And everyone's like, yeah, we know. I feel like I roll my eyes a lot this season. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Just me too. She's good with going in. Um, This is where we kind of, you know, talked about earlier. Does she just know her days are numbered? Or Corey just got her fooled? Daryl, Darrell thinks that uh, Corey just got her fooled. He's like, I don't know what he has been feeding her, but she ate that shit up and now it is what it is she's, she's gonna be going in Lolo starts breaking down Nam voices his desire to be voted in and I like how even after all this like back and forth and arguing Nam still tries to like present this as he's wanting to do this for Lolo like I think I might be holding her back you know this may be a good opportunity for one of us to get her skull and then you know blah 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 and it's like he's still trying to like do it for her or like make it about her instead of it just being like I can't deal with this crazy lady anymore and I'm going to lose my mind if I don't get a new partner or she might strangle me in my sleep if we don't get new partners uh, but either way everyone's just kind of like yeah that ain't happening it's cute but we don't care you guys are staying partners we're going to watch this implode and no one's ever going to vote Lolo into elimination exactly. ever because no ever. one in here wants to see her in elimination and no one in here wants to see her in a final Exactly. No, no one wants and... to see, you're not going to see Lolo in a final because she's going to be way the hell forward mm-hmm. miles in front of you. If this was a season where you didn't have to go into elimination to go to the final, she would probably go to the final. Just straight shot yeah, to the final. Yeah. Because no one would want to even try to be like, I'll just try to take her out in the final. We'll see what happens. But I'm not trying before that because I might go home. So she starts breaking down. No one cares. The voting commences. Obviously, Amber M and Corey get voided in, and Devin is disappointed because it didn't go the way he planned. I'm not surprised it didn't go the way he planned because, again, Big Brother has the numbers. So you are against Big Brother. You're not going to do what you want. Sorry, Devin. Um, And so he discusses options with Gabby, and she doesn't want to upset anyone. It's like, well, I don't want to do that. Well, I don't want to do that. Well, I don't want to do that. And she does at first say she doesn't want to put an Amber B because she doesn't want to blindside her because Amber B did not vote her in when she had power the week before. Despite the fact that Gabby thinks that she is fake and manipulative and two-faced and plays fake all the time, she at least is trying to be like, well, Amber B didn't do it to me when she had the chance. So I don't want to do it to her. Don't know what the hell changes between now and uh, elimination time. But right here, she says she doesn't want to do it. So they don't know what the hell they're going to do. They, we still don't know if it's a guy today or a girl's day. Um, and then the next thing we see, we do see the elimination. And as soon as they show us it's a hollow brawl, everyone knows it's the women because the men have already done it. And once again, they edited or modified the elimination. I don't right. I think know why. I don't know why. This was pointless. 
someone at least we got at least we got good quotes out of ct for it oh we definitely did we got, that was we got the only exciting thing about it a hundred a hundred percent um and it's obviously revealed that amber m and Corey are going in and gabby says she doesn't want to go in she doesn't want to go in and it's because she doesn't want to mess up her face lame (laughs) yeah why are you lame then why are you here like exactly people break bones and bust their faces just walking on this show sometimes and you want to get amber m i could take her and i'm like so out of shape come on like she could have had her skull even Frankie could take her. Oh, I'll take her. Caitlin could take her. Caitlin's like four foot nine. No bag. Where would you take her, Frankie? <laughs> you would take her to bed. Very much so. <laughs> I believe it. Be a gentleman. Take her on a date first. <laughs> Are you, she doesn't need a date. Have you seen the way she acts on TV? Jones, she doesn't deserve a date. Yeah, date to his bed. And don't say she was a heartache to crack. <laughs> but tell her when she goes, when she meets up with you, not to wear the little weird mustache hair right here that she wears. I don't like that. I want her to wear them so I could hold on. No. <laughs> I'm done. Her mini handlebars. Yeah, it's uh. weird. <laughs> it's like the 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 evil villain mustache in like the 1940s commercial or cartoons where they, they tie into the train tracks. She's like, yeah. <laughs> you should totally wear a hair that way. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have little brown hairs. I'll have to like oh get little fake mustaches and glue in my forehead. Oh. <laughs> I don't know who told her to do it that way. She's very cute, but that is not a cute hairstyle. It's not. Not at all. <clears throat> so Gabby says, oh no, I don't I don't think I want to go in TJ. And TJ's like, Is it this? Really? You I know, right? You don't and he he tried to be like she's the same effing size as you what are you afraid of but um he he caught himself and said gnarly we know what he really wanted to say (laughs) (laughs) and everyone's like we literally saved amber m for a moment like this yep and you don't want to take it yeah. Why, when you know that you are next to her, one of the tiniest people in this house, regardless of how fit you are, you're still five foot two and like 110 pounds, if even that much, you're still the one of the tiniest girls in here. And if you don't go against her, who are you going to go against? You don't go against Lola? You don't go against Cam? in a ring wrestle or something like well, what do you what are you trying to do um tj's not impressed and i don't know how devin convinced her to do this but she 
blindsides Amber B and decides to put her in against Amber M. And I started laughing because I'm like, I thought Amber M was your friend. Mm-hmm. You know how pissed I'd be if I was five foot nothing and my friend put me up against a five foot nine, five foot ten bitch in a hall brawl? In a hall brawl? Really? I would rather well, I, I, me. I don't even understand what she was doing i like she had the balls i don't i don't know what she was doing (laughs) oh yeah the the whole i think she was just dazed and confused and you're gonna put it you're putting an amber b you know amber b's probably got a best shot of coming back so now she's gonna come back pissed this whole thing of oh i don't want to put somebody in who's gonna be mad at me and then they're gonna come back mad at me so you did just that anyway she, she said she plays was it rugby what did she play? Or was that Casey? What did what did Amber B say she plays? Oh, I don't know. I know Casey played women's she said football. Something. She was she putting yeah. on her helmet. She was saying, she what was "Does she?" I think so. So she's That'd maybe tougher than than we thought. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. Do did you guys did any of you see her season of Big Brother? Because I don't watch Big Brother. Oh, I, I was just curious if she was good on the whatever they call them over there i've seen it but it was so long ago i don't remember and she was voted out pretty early yeah but because that guy was chasing her around caleb so we never really got to see much of her we just got to see how caleb was chasing her oh okay so like in the competitions or whatever we don't know if she was like good okay (laughs) because the hall brawl was not an indication of whether or not she's good it was terrible yeah, I mean, uh oh, we just lost Caitlin. Um, Caitlin is in Texas, so I'm amazed and shocked that she even has electric and Wi Fi right now. So hopefully, she'll be able to pop back in. I um, mean, shout out to all of our Texans that are part of the Unbothered fam. We hope you guys are doing okay. I know this is a little late in the episode, but it just popped in my head. I know a lot of people are still going. Through dealing with electricity outages, no water under a water boil, which I guess means don't drink the water until you boil it first. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I hope I never have to go through that. So I know it's get, supposed to get warmer over the next couple of days. So hopefully things can kind of get back to normal for all of them. Um, and Caitlin will be able to pop back in. But uh, back to the hall brawl. So Amber B and Amber M are going in. Nani and Josh are pissed. Um, I don't know what Josh is pissed for. Devin, you're a pussy. He always it's not even I understand why Nani is probably kind of like pissed because she's like, you know, I want to go in and I thought we were cool. Um, and Nani's like, you know, I've never gone into a hall brawl. Let's be honest. If it would have been somebody else that was in the hall brawl other than Amber Am, I don't think she would have said those things. But that's just me. Um, and everybody thinks Gabby is very stupid for not going in. CT, Darrell, like, what's wrong with you, girl? What is wrong with you? Oh, Devin yeah, and Gabby. Mm-hmm. And then Devin's like, you can't be mad at me. And Gabby's like, well, I am mad at you. And he's like, this was your idea. Like, you chose to put them in. I followed suit with you. You could have put yourself in. Once we saw it was a women's elimination, you chose not to put yourself in. Right. We knew seeing it was a hall brawl, it was the women because the guys have already done it. Why didn't you put yourself in? Because you don't want to mess up your little face. Then you shouldn't come on the challenge. And uh, I like Nam's little comment, I root for Amber. 
<laughs> his, his sly little smile because you know he purposely didn't say which amber uh, and I thought that was pretty cute and then of course Amber's brawl and it's not a typical hall brawl they have to run through each other to get to the other side to grab the balls that are there they each have to they each have three and whoever gets their three and the other bucket first wins that's so stupid I don't do you think they did this as an equalizer because they knew Amber M was going in? Like, I don't... it's just that it's not as exciting. Like, I want to see people duke it out. I want to see, yeah. you know, them run straight into each other. And then I, I don't know. I wanted like violence. The only blood. <laughs> yes. That's what I said. We want to see bloodshed. We're not here to see this shit. Uh, only time that I've ever been like, okay, you know, whatever with them, including the, the like getting the balls and stuff is, was on Rivals 1 when it was um, CT and Adam versus Bananas and Tyler. And they had to like do the four-way run into each other. That makes sense. Or um, it was on, might've been the same season. No, it wasn't the same season of Rivals. It was a different rival season where the partners one was blocking and the other one was trying to like run the small space it was rivals three i just remember robin i forget his name nate nate i think it was robin nate i just remember that one uh with dunbar and tyree so i don't understand why they edited this one so stupid and um it was kind of a sad hall brawl um there were some funny moments like when amber b totally hip checked the shit out of amber m um and when she pushed her the fuck out of her way <laughs> at the end when she was going to get her third ball in and when amber m lost her ball and just kept running yeah and ct it was, has it was perfect commentary yeah it was um, and i can i can say that as i sit at home you know, drinking wine, watching the show or whatever. From but, your couch. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like CT's commentary. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you need anything? Oh, you dropped your ball. Do you need me to get that for you? Um, I, I love it. It was hysterical. It was very, very fun. <laughs> he has great commentary. He's definitely golden. And Amber B, hands down, wins. <laughs> If you guys could add elements to the hall brawl, what would you add to make it more interesting? I don't uh, think you need to add anything. Just have it where they're running straight at each other, like yep, hardcore. Yeah. It needs a hall and two bodies. That's it. Exactly. Yes. I would the only the only thing I would make them slide down a slide, and then they have to what? run at each other, and then they have to go run back. Frankie. Up the ladder and go back down the slide. Frankie, no. Do you think do you think Amber B would have still won if they didn't have it was like a random ball brawl? Do you think Amber B would have still won? Or do you think since yeah. like the I think, if they didn't I have think the ball? She would have just like stepped right over there. her. She would have stepped right over her. She would have brought her over to the other side with her. <laughs> just pick her up like that. Yep. <laughs> yep. I think Amber B would have still won because I mean the first t- 
time they ran through the hall, I mean, Amber M tried so hard to get way too low and she basically got knocked the F backward, just back. And Amber B like climbed over her (laughs) to get to her side. Yeah. I think Amber B would have still won um, hands down. I would, I think it would have been a little less cringy if they didn't have those, like that, that ball element, if it had just been a straight hall ball, it would have been probably a little less cringy. Um, and so, you know, undoubtedly, Amber B wins. And she decides to keep Darrell because she's not trying to curse herself by being partnered with Corey. And Darrell is proud of her. He's proud of her that she showed her fight and she won and got her gold skull. And, you know, he's hyping her up like, Gabby don't even want to look at you. She don't want nothing to do with you after seeing that performance. Like, she's not going to want to face you now. So you good. You're good. You're golden. Um, if you were Amber B and you won, would you have kept Darrell as your partner? I think I would. Yeah, I would too. Or go to CT. Yeah. I would uh, pick mom to piss Lolo off. <laughs> or you've been doing wrong. our favor. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she'd be pissed at that. I don't think so. I, not in this episode, anyway. I don't think she would either. Yeah. She might um, actually be happy with Yeah, I would probably kept Darrell because he's not a problem partner. I mean, he's always been pretty supportive of his partners. Um, Even though he's low-key, I mean, it's still Darrell. We know what he can do. Mm-hmm. And he has so much experience and knowledge with this game that it's a huge advantage to be paired with someone like him as a rookie. For, for sure, I'd have kept him as well. Um, we only see a quick little preview of next week. It looks like the daily challenge is them hanging from ropes suspended above water. I don't know anything else about it. Um, Lolo is freaking out even more. And we see a security breach alert. The last time we had a security breach was because Natalie left and they brought Ashley back in. Um, Spoiler alert. If you do not want to know what could possibly happen in the next episode, I want to fast forward a little bit, uh, but there is speculation that the security breach is, in fact, Lolo leaving the house due to a mental breakdown. Um, I'm curious because there's been some theories and speculation about did she really have a mental breakdown or is because she needed to leave to go to training? And the reason why I kind of think that may be feasible um, is because in an interview she said, or it was like surmised that she only got a couple of days rest from the challenge. So it was basically like right after the challenge, she only had a couple of days before she literally had to switch out all her suitcases and fly to training. So well, hey, I don't know if it was a coincidence or not. She's like a world champ or something now. So good for her. She is. I'm just curious if the mental breakdown was just an excuse to remove right. her without people giving her shit for taking a spot on the challenge just to quit before the final to go do something else. Um, right. So I'm, Are we I don't sure know. that it's Lolo leaving next week? Are we sure? We're not no. sure. That's what we're, we're 100%. Saying. Okay, because how about Nam if he was hurt and he's leaving? Probably, but I think he leaves after she does. I'm not positive though. They, It's very... It's a short period of time between two. It could be that too. Um, the only way I think it could be Lolo's because we know it's coming. And I know there was a comment in the preview that somebody made about Lolo is needs to leave all fully, or maybe she needs to fully leave. Um, I'm not sure. So we're definitely going to find out though. 
definitely going to find out. And so who's coming and back? I don't think they're going to bring anybody back at this point. Yeah, it could be a double elimination for all we know. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it even though all five guy skulls have been taken, there's still plenty of guys without skulls left that they don't. Right. I don't think that they need to bother. But why would there be a security breach though, if no one else was coming back? Yeah, I'm not sure. That's why. That's what I'm saying. We're not sure because oh, no, the only time they did. I know, but the it's thing gonna is, it's going to be Ashley again. <laughs> oh God! In in all the spoilers, I mean, in all the spoilers, it doesn't say that anybody came back. It only ever said the only person ever came back this season was Ashley, um, and I think they literally only brought her back because they had three female DQs in a row. If yeah. it was just one female leaving, I don't think they would have brought Ashley back. Um, and it's literally because she still happened to be in Iceland and hadn't she really left there. quarantine. Right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We don't know if they're going to bring somebody back. I guess we're going to see if it's Nam that leaves and they just have a female rogue agent, unless they both leave in the same episode, in which case takes care of itself, cancels itself out, I would think. Um, so real quick, good, the bad, and the ugly. I did not write it down because I totally forgot. So I'm just going <laughs> to go. <laughs> I'm just going to go based off of uh, what I remember. This so. The- <laughs> the good is definitely the commentary from CT for sure with the hall brawl and even with Darrell and Devin throughout the episode. Um, the bad is Lolo and Nam's partnership breaking down and the whole what the F going on with that whole partnership. And then the ugly was that hall brawl and Gabby not going down. I think Gabby would have won. She would have won. I 100% think she would have won. And she knows she would have won. And she's kicking herself before the elimination is even over. She regrets it for sure. I think anyone would have won. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, girl, it's not like you were running against Lola. Why didn't you go in? And Amber B's like, thanks for giving me my gold skull. And kind of like, you know, goes back to what Big T said earlier. You don't know. You might get another opportunity. She's a psychic. Amber B got her opportunity and she got her skull. Yep. What are your guys' thoughts on this episode? Uh, I mean, it was a little bit boring, but I still love it. Like I said before, my favorite season is whatever I'm watching and it goes for episodes as well. I'm glad they settled Josh down in the igloo before it got too crazy. Mm-hmm. What was that? I said, I'm glad they settled Josh down in the igloo before it got too crazy because I didn't want to like, throw a drink on someone. I didn't want to see another drunken Josh bit. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm 100% there with you. Um, I know viewership dropped quite a bit, but I think a lot of that could have to do with Oh, a lot of uh, mm-hmm. I think it was like 80,000 views less than last week. Get out. That sucks. It could mm-hmm. be weather. But I, that's what I'm saying. It could have a lot to do with the weather. I mean, we have a lot of people in our group that are from Texas and they weren't able to watch, you know, for the multitude of reasons of what they're dealing with. And 
other people who are in other states that got hit with the this winter weather All snow and ice may have been in similar situations. Florida. Pretty much was hurting. <laughs> yeah, Florida was like the only state that didn't get any winter yeah. weather. Um, <laughs> so I guess we'll see what happens next week and see if the viewership jumps up significantly. And if it does, then you could probably attribute it to um, just Mother Nature this week. So. Makes sense. But I, I mean, the episode was fine. I The commentary for me is what saved yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. If uh, we're ready, I have some member questions. And um, Lori asked, do we think next week's episode is going to be the one where TJ tells them no one skull is guaranteed? Like no one skull is guaranteed. What do you guys think? Maybe, um, but I almost wonder if he would wait until the girls get all, the until girl, they secure the last female skull. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, so Courtney Gordon asked, if you could participate in any elimination, which one would you choose? That's a really good question. It's got to be some sort of puzzle for me. <laughs> Mine's trivia. I couldn't do anything else. Oh yeah, trivia. trivia. And I can throw a ball. <laughs> Are you, you're not gonna be Josh. <sighs> I um I kinda like the one with the Jenna and Tori last season where they had to break the brick and then fill up their wheelbarrow. Oh. And you think I you think could that do one, that? I mean, probably not, but it looks fun. I like I actually <laughs> like the ones um where they the other person like weaves the rope through and then um, the other person has to go back in like I, I think I I think I could do that maybe I'd probably gas out because I'm not in shape but you know I could unthread and not <laughs> I could probably do a hall brawl with Amber M <laughs> okay wait a second anybody can <laughs> bad knee and all <laughs> um if I had to pick from this season, I I would do a hall brawl because um, I'm bigger than most of the girls that are on this season. Um, or I think I would do well in the one where they have to pull the crate with like the weight, the weight balls in it and tip it over and then throw it through the board. I think I would do pretty well in that because I'm pretty strong. Um, I would hate to do the not one or like a pole wrestle because I do not have a very strong grip due to past issues with carpal tunnel. Mm-hmm. So my hands would probably cramp on me and I would just be like, fuck it, I, I quit. I was just, just give it to somebody else. I would do good in a puzzle one too. Just my always, my fear with the puzzle ones is they always tend to be a game of chance. Like you just happen to get the right pieces for your other person. Right. If it was like a straight puzzle, like if this is everything you need and whoever gets it first wins, I think I might be able to do pretty well. What about you, Caitlin? I like the hall brawl and then the reverse tug of war. I really strongly you're, you're so I'd rather do the reverse big. tug of war. Yes, but I, I don't know. A hall brawl, because exactly, I'm small, so maybe I can get through and you know, right scroll under underneath, you know? Yeah. <laughs> There's me and Caitlin. She just dives under my leg. <laughs> like, Where'd she go? Where'd she go? <laughs> um, so we have one more question. This was actually asked by Frankie. And it's very a, lo- a very loaded question. He so said, like, "Which of- what's that?" 
I said if there's like a several like built in, let's no break down. We're just gonna do one. He said, which oh, okay. of our group would you want to face in a physical elimination? Does anybody even want to answer? To I mean, clarify, you could pick you could pick the members too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that one. I'm gonna go. Um I would Go in a hall brawl with Ivan. Where you at, boy? Um, I knew you were gonna say him. Only because I'm like a foot taller than him. <laughs> well, if we're going just on height, I'm taking Caitlin. <laughs> I mean, honestly, sorry, I Caitlin. Be... <laughs> Who else would I like pick? Tanya. <laughs> I don't know. Who 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 out of us would you pick? Oh, Caitlin. Uh, <laughs> Caitlin's getting ganged up on. <laughs> Poor thing. I'll take any of you bitches. I don't even <laughs> I'm gonna take Jay Mitchell. I'm gonna take him on in any challenge. In an eating in an eating challenge? In an eating challenge? Sorry, Jay. Not that he watches us or anything. He, Look, he'd probably beat me he in the eating challenge. I'd get one. He did say he would be on Valentine, though. So it's only a week late, but it's the thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. I just want to um, express how much I like the skull thing, and I was just going to show you still on the skull issue thing this week. There you go. He is the official mascot for the double agent season. I have an inordinate amount of clothing with skulls on it, so I'm set for the whole season. It's perfectly fine. It's like I have oh. an abundant amount of tie-dye. I have one more thing I wanted to bring up. I showed you guys earlier. I think he's just like the master troller, like with this outfit. He stole our idea. We did just it take, first. Taking all the glory of Devin. There you go. It's funny you said that and then you moved your iPad and it like blacked it out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Devin. It's okay. He'll forgive you. Anything that we want to add, anything we're excited about or that we missed and want to chat about other than the fact that Corey just lost his sixth partner and is once again a rogue agent. No, I'm just excited for next week. You know, I'm excited why, for next week too. Yes, this is why Corey can't get a skull because every time it's a guy's opportunity, he's an effing rogue agent. Have to go in. That's right. Is it smart though? Well, no, gotten, because he can't go in if he's rogue. No, but it's gotten him this far to where he can take someone's. I mean, come on. There's Josh. Josh has one. I'm yeah, excited. Uh, Chrissy's back on the podcast with us. We're just missing Joe yeah. now. <laughs> I need Joe back. We're getting there. It's just hard, man, with life and adulting. Hey. They didn't warn us about this And then in next school. week, I get to meet Frankie. That's right. In real life. In real life. Yeah. So exciting. Let's haul well, I might. I might get to meet... <laughs> I might to get, meet to get... I might get to meet Joe and his family. I had, I'm drunk, sorry. 
Yay. Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Um, I get to meet no one because I live in Maryland and everyone else is really effing far away. Yeah, that's probably me too. <laughs> and no one um, wants to come here right now. <laughs> well, Frankie's we're, coming we're, soon. I'm going to Texas to meet Caitlin in April. Yay. So no one's coming to meet me in April. No one because I live in Maryland. We'll go visit Baltimore. <laughs> no? Okay. Baltimore has like the highest STD rate in the US. <laughs> so if you do come, Frankie, just wear a condom. <laughs> just walk around with the condom on. That's not even a joke. I'm not even joking. That's not that's not a joke. <laughs> anyway well now if you do we can just go to the beach it's just expensive but it's close it's only two and a half hours from me ocean city maryland i love that place all right guys anything else before we wrap this up no this was fun nope. as usual yes well, guys, thank you so much for joining us for our latest breakdown of America's Fifth Sport, The Challenge. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook at The Challenge Unbothered, Reality TV Unbothered, and on Twitter at MTV's The, and that's it. Thank you again for joining us, and we hope to see you guys next week. Stay safe and take care. Bye, guys. Bye.